Hey pros, Lou Santini here. They're running out and half off. No amateurs, men's and women's t-shirts. Normally $22.95, now just $11.48. The men's tees are a soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in sport royal blue. Displaying the No Amateurs logo with the Waving American flag set at the top. The women's tees are a lightweight, super soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in royal blue. And are fitted. Displaying the No Amateurs logo with the Waving American flag. T-shirts just $11.48. Please add $6.95 for shipping and handling for all orders inside the U.S. Spend $50 or more and your shipping is free. Available at lucantini.com slash shop. Be a pro. Say no to amateurs and order your half-off No Amateurs t-shirt today. Warning. The podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. We call attention to and call out the amateurs, the people who are doing life wrong, the speed bumps of life, the people that are in your way every day, the unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled, drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills, and are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation, it's not just a podcast, it's a movement. I used to have a penis. Okay, we'll get to that. This is episode 217, You Sound Vaccinated. Great title, huh? There's your quick and easy comeback for any amateur who spouts off with their commie nonsense. You're welcome. Hey, great news. This podcast is featured on the New York City Podcast Network and is currently ranked number five out of 850 podcasts, Amateur Nation just might be listening. And now your post of the week by one of my favorites at DC underscore Drano. He says, can we all agree that if World War III starts, this is the draft order? Number one, every politician that voted to fund Ukraine. Second, every media anchor that supported the funding of Ukraine. Third, everyone with a Ukraine flag in their bio. Fourth, anyone who has ever tweeted, you're a Putin puppet. Fifth, every Hollywood celebrity that visited Zelensky in Kiev. And sixth, the families of everyone listed above. Here's what's happening at Amateur Nation. Perhaps you had better start from the beginning. Topic number one. How you doing, ladies of America? You feeling empowered? Appreciated? Strong? Feminine? Pretty? Well, I could understand why you wouldn't. Honestly, all this trans crap shoved down my throat the last year has me feeling more empathetic to women than ever. Despite this whole movement losing focus from treat everyone with dignity and respect, which makes sense, to move over biological women, the men are here and we're doing you better than you can do you. In fact, if there was a slogan for the ladies, it would be women. So easy a man can do it. Here are some of the more notable trans men in women's history lately. Of course, you have Leah Thomas breaking barriers for women as a man, competing against collegiate female swimmers and nominated for the 2022 NCAA Woman of the Year. A trans man on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Dr. Rachel Levin, 
appointed as the Secretary of Health in USA Today's Woman of the Year. Dr. <laughs> Jill Biden honored Alba Rueda, a trans man from Argentina, for National Women's Day. I mean, we couldn't even find one trans American woman at least. Dick, 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 dick. Yeah, pretty much. And the most recent, Hershey's Chocolate has changed their name to Hishi's as they recently appointed a trans man as the face of their Women's History Month campaign. His name is Faye Johnstone, and he's the executive director of Wisdom to Action. Or is it Action to Wisdom? Trust me, both mean nothing. They're pretty words in a row. Wow, executive director. That's like the highest level of director. My name is Faye Johnstone. I'm the executive director of Wisdom to Action. We can create a world where everyone is able to live in public space as their honest and authentic selves. See the woman changing how we see the future. I mean, to be the executive director of the imaginary organization slash propaganda house. What an accomplishment. I'd like to hear the story of the long-storied history of wisdom to action. And hear the success stories of how they created the world where people can live in public space and live as their honest and authentic selves. By the way... Create a world means interrupt, disrupt, and annoy the world we've all been content living in up to this time. Also, anyone and everyone can already live in public spaces in America. Just don't be an amateur and mind your own business. That goes for all people. Conduct yourselves with common sense, good manners, and social skills, and I assure you, your life will have fewer confrontations. Act like an entitled amateur who's special and needs to be celebrated and plays the victim card simply because they're odd. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! And most, not all, but most of you in trans amateur nation are not being your honest and authentic selves, but rather are desperate for attention, fell for an embarrassing trend, and an even smaller percentage of those are using this as a way to sneak into women's locker rooms and beat them at sports. A micro percentage of that group has the genetic dysmorphia when it comes to their sex and feeling like they were born in the wrong body. It's an insult. I took too much ecstasy in my 20s, so nothing makes me happy anymore. Hashtag boycott Hershey's trends on Twitter. When will companies learn? Disney, M&M's, Hershey's, go woke, go broke. By the way, remember the old Virginia Slim cigarette slogan? I know I'm older, but maybe you don't remember that. Their slogan was, you've come a long way, baby. Feel that way now, women? I tell you this much, men wouldn't put up with Elliot Page representing Budweiser. Calm down, ladies. I know women drink beer, too. Why do I apologize to pro-nation? They're grown-ups and don't need disclaimers, but I have to assume that I have the rogue amateur listening to this show who might be like a jittery, skittish squirrel and just might be considering going pro. So I have to pad things a little now and then so as not to frighten them off. I appreciate pro-nation's patience and not feeling pandered to. As alert pro and fan of the show Doug E. Fresh Kavanaugh of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania said, Truthphobia is the problem these days, not transphobia. And he already received his free no amateurs tea. Hey, remember that 90-year-old trans man in our neighborhood? Said no one, ever? Creepy sidebar, remember a few episodes back when I talked about former NBA great Dwayne Wade and his Robin Gibbons-esque husband-ruining-ability wife Gabrielle Union? having a trans son, Zaya, that they are exploiting financially all the way to the bank? Well, Gabrielle Union Wade and Dwayne Wade were honored 
with the President's Awards at the 54th Annual NAACP Image Awards for their philanthropic work and vocal support of the LGBTQIA community. Good parenting! They get an award for grooming an underage, typically flighty and emotional child. This week in Drag Show Creepiness. Here's a headline. The View rages over banning kids from drag shows. Do you not find that odd, amateur nation? Would you be okay with your underage child having female strippers come dance for them? Be careful how you answer now. If you say yes, you're even a worse parent than before. And if you say no, then why are you okay with cross-dressing men dancing up on your child? And by the way, I know drag shows don't involve stripping and nudity. But there is absolutely a sexual component. Twerking and grinding. and I actually heard someone say, women wear makeup, men wear makeup. What's the big deal? Do you want anyone grinding on or in front of your underage child in school for any reason, regardless of sexuality or their sex? You're actually saying children should be allowed to attend drag shows. Drag shows should be allowed to come into schools and entertain children. Forget the creepiness of it. Aren't you also concerned that your child should be learning something in school paid by your tax dollars? I know, amateurs. Oh, well. Why would a network morning daytime TV show have a topic where the hosts are mad that kids won't be exposed to any kind of any sexually and provocatively adult dancing in front of or on them. That's not a TV host ideology being pushed down your throats. Nor the show's ideology, but rather the network all the way to the top introducing this subject. It's coming from the highest level. This is the message they want to send you parents and worse, normalize it and get it to be okay for later when the next egregious assault on America's children takes place whatever that may be child porn perhaps hey if they say a child can determine their sex their gender their sexuality and be exposed to straight or gay men who are drag queens in school then how is it so hard for them to take the leap that children in porn is also okay boy when that Epstein's Island list comes out as at Ms. Blair White said on Twitter, no one had an issue with drag shows until you involved kids. No one had an issue with sex changes until you involved kids. It's not about LGBT rights. It's about children's rights. When the time comes, when the laws finally get as strict as they should be to protect underage children from being used, sexually exploited, abused, manipulated, and being exposed to any kind of sexuality at too young of an age, are you going to be vocal and insist that children should be exploited and their sexuality be compromised at a young age? Will you be fighting for that? I doubt it. So your, what's the big deal? Now is a huge problem for me. I would like to read to you a very open and honest and revealing email I received from someone who, as I've recently discovered, is transsexual. This is someone that I have met and do know personally, but I wouldn't go so far as to say we're close friends. I think friends is thrown around a little casually these days. 
I know this person well enough to say that this person has a moral compass and treats others with common sense, good manners, and good social skills. Clearly, this person, who is a regular listener of this podcast, felt safe enough to message me this very personal reveal. And thus, this person, who shall remain nameless for the sake of privacy and who also gave written permission for me to use this email, as long as I don't divulge personal information, messaged me the following. Now, there's a slight warning here. There's some language that this person used that might be offensive to some. Here is the email word for word. Hey, Lou, how are you doing? I've been listening to your podcast for a while now, and I guess I wanted to give you some feedback. I have noticed you have transitioned from observational humor to Republican talking points. Now, I am not a politically partisan person. I can't be because both sides hate me. But I have been following a lot of culture war people for a long time, and I certainly agree much more with the right-wing ones than the left. I definitely think that the woke communism that has taken over everything is destroying our country. It is making people hate each other and is making institutions crumble. It destroys art. And it certainly destroys comedy. And I have spoken out against it to people whenever I have had the chance. This is true of the racial animosity at Stokes and also of the insane gender theory that says people can identify as anything they want and everyone around them has to respect it. The problem is gender theory and transgenderism is not the same thing as transsexuality. Transgender is an ideology that says you can identify as whatever you want and do any body modification you want, no medical diagnosis needed. Transsexuals are people who are born with the brain of one sex and the body of the other. This is a birth defect, not a mental illness, but it does cause a type of depression called gender dysphoria. And I agree. Transgenderism was invented in the 1990s. Transsexuality goes back as far as human beings do. There was a pope in the Middle Ages who was a transsexual man. There was a Roman emperor who was a transsexual woman. And I am sorry if you feel I have tricked you in some way, but I too am transsexual. And by the way, if you are listening right now, I certainly don't feel tricked. This person goes on to say, This means I was born with a male brain and a female body, and I have done what I could to make my body match my brain to relieve the crippling depression that this has caused me. Now, I normally don't discuss my medical history with anyone. I even have close friends who don't know. Why am I telling you this? Because the talking points you repeat are not going to get people to go after these commie social activists who are trying to destroy gender so they can have their revolution and destroy society. They're going to get people to come after me. Most of the transgender activists are just wearing a costume that when the concentration camps are built, they can just take off and say they were never trans. I cannot do this, as you have seen. I look male. I have had surgeries and hormone replacement, so I am far easier for government bureaucracy to track down. Now, I don't blame you for speaking against them, because if the commies win this war, they will put you in the gulag for being a straight white male, and they will also put me in for being anti-woke or for looking like a straight white male. But in the off chance that the fascists win this culture war, I will be first in the concentration camp for being a tranny kike faggot. Also, I have a very long family history of this. I don't really have any advice for you. Maybe listen to people like Blair White, who have the more nuanced view on these political issues. But really, if either of the extremes win, we will be living in a World War III hellscape very soon. People are so divided now, and I realize I have no chance of bridging that divide. 
that uh, that was that was a lot for this person to uh, divulge, and I really appreciate the honesty, the candor, and uh, I, I'm sure that wasn't easy. Here was my reply. I said, I appreciate your honesty and candor, and you make good points, and frankly, I agree with you. Watching that movie with Felicity Huffman, Transamerica, broke my heart and spoke to probably people exactly in your shoes. I can see the difference that you speak of, and it's never come down to not respecting people's choices. It's about having to restructure my reality for their trendiness and cry for attention. And worse, the world has to stop to celebrate them. I believe all people have the right to pursue happiness wherever they may find it. Just never at the expense of society's sanity and functionality. Makes sense, but all good points. No one should be oppressed or persecuted for their choices as long as they don't hurt anyone else. It's this constant asking for special treatment in every segment of society. Race, sex, sexuality, fat, thin. I like variety in people, but it's like my book says. Amateur Nation says we're all the same. But let's celebrate the different people. There needs to be standards. It's exhausting. And I can imagine even more so for you. And finally, this important point, all the info in this topic annoys usually people 35 and up because they're starting to or have gotten their shit together and have been through some stuff. They know how life works. Again, most. There are exceptions. However, the reason what, sorry, commie, nonsense, race, and sexual agenda aggravate the hell out of 35 plus pro nation is because we know better. We know right from wrong, deal with facts over feelings, and have been through some stuff. Amateur Nation, under 30 years old, Amateur Nation, ideally under 18, is the left's target demo because they're playing the long game. They're not trying to convert us, the adult right conservative Republicans. They're grooming, brainwashing, training, and someday enslaving the current 30 and under Americans. Xi Jinping may not live to see the final result he wants, but he stands firm and pushes through for the 3,500 years that China has behind it. The propaganda, the what, commie crap, the censorship, the safe spaces, the canceling, the feelings matter most philosophy, the everyone but whites are oppressed, etc. That's the only stuff they know. That's their only education and viewpoint. So it's up to us adults to leave them a country worth living in. Because when we die, and this under 30 generation contains all the adults, what kinds of adults will they be? Answer, slaves. Highly emotional, drug-dependent, lazy, physically, mentally, and sexually dependent upon the government, slaves. And now this. Topic number two. Comedy under attack again. Recently, and coincidentally, I watched the comedy classic movie Tropic Thunder, a movie I have long described as an ambitious comedy that delivers from front to back. I mean, it's a long movie for a comedy. It has a huge budget, big names, Jack Black, Ben Stiller, the writer and executive producer, Robert Downey Jr. crushes it, Nick Nolte, Tom Cruise stepping out of his comfort zone. It was a tightly written script. There were no slow spots. There were great stunts, quotable jokes. It was an action movie. It was a great comedy for adults. That movie was released in 2008. Did you know it was mean, horrible, and racist? That's right. Ah, I fucking hate movies. 
a drop from the very movie I'm talking about. Yes, Amateur Nation now has a problem with a 15-year-old movie. Apparently, Tropic Thunder creator Ben Stiller has said he makes no apologies and staunchly defends it saying he's proud of it, rightfully so, after it was slammed by woke mob for Robert Downey Jr.'s blackface. And he shouldn't apologize for it. Anyone with half a brain would see that the movie made fun of the ridiculousness of Robert Downey Jr.'s character wearing blackface. And if you watch the whole movie, other characters point that out. And they don't have a problem with the full retard dialogue storyline. It was a brilliantly funny and ambitious comedy, and if they had a real problem with it, they would have said something back then. You had your chance, Amateur Nation, so lock it up. I never in my life said, you know, I'm retroactively mad about that thing I knew about 15 years ago. Headline, Chris Rock torches wokeness, Meghan Markle and Will Smith and Netflix special. Now, I'm telling you this right now, next week's episode, I'm going to devote an entire topic to my review of the Chris Rock Netflix special. And I'm giving you a preview right now. It sucked. I actually watched half of it last night and I turned it off. I've been doing stand-up comedy for 25 years. Yes, of course I know Chris Rock is more famous than me and funnier than me. Of course, I'm not debating that. I'm talking about this special. So watch for that next week as I review that special. But I will tell you this much. The problem with it is that he fell into it when he hosted Saturday Night Live during the shutdowns slash pandemic with his thoughts and prayers for the virus when Donald Trump had COVID. I remember the look on his face as he said it and how he paused before he said that line. The joke was something like, so Donald Trump has COVID. Thoughts and prayers go out to the virus. And he was pacing nervously. He didn't like the fact that he said it. Because he knew at that moment he sold out. Will Smith's bitch slap, I thought, may have snapped him out of it. But having watched the first half of his new special, it broke him. Amateur Nation has been allowed way hey, hey, too much room to wiggle, and now we all pay for it. Rock should have at least taken a swing at Will Smith. He, would have, he could have landed one. Let's see how far Smith was willing to go. That may have woken Will Smith up and America. I don't care how small Rock is to Smith. You just let someone bitch slap you on national TV with no fight back? I could see how many thought it was staged because of that very reason. I was not one of them. I'm not saying Rock would have emerged victorious in that fight, but it would have sent the message called fighting back. I get it. He was taken by surprise. He was sucker punched. Rock defending himself then and there would have saved the nation some time and dialogue and himself. And he still could have done bits about it on stage. Please just send this text message to one person in your life. You gotta listen to Amateur Nation. Or just copy and paste this episode link. You can also find me at lusantini.com and at lusantini on YouTube. At Lou Santini on YouTube, especially on Sneak Peek Thursdays with 60-second previews for next week. You could also see clips from my dry bar comedy special called Amateur Nation. Also, find me on Getter, at Lou Santini. Truth Social, at Lou Santini 3. Topic number three is next. Hi, pros. Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And you can get a free month subscription to dry bar comedy just for being a listener of this podcast. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising tell-it-like-it-is bite, 
Then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation, for free. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S and use promo code Lou Santini, L-O-U-S-A-N-T-I-N-I, and you'll get a free month of clean comedy. That will probably still offend Amateur Nation. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S and promo code Lou Santini. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read The Amateur Mission Statement. The 30 Truths About Amateurs. The Four Stages of Being an Amateur. Amateur habitats and history. Social media plus me, me, me equals amateur. Technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by amateur nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second expanded edition. Available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation. Topic number three. Hit me! Let's have some fun. Here are 10 buzzwords beaten to death by Amateur Nation with translations. In no particular order, by the way. Empowering. Translation, to get what you want by bulldozing, bullying, canceling, rioting, whining, and or annoying. Diversity. Anyone but whitey. Inclusion. C. Diversity. Community. Any race, sexuality, or special group that doesn't get enough attention and wants to be treated the same as everyone else, but still wants special privileges. Hate speech. Oh, I hate hate. Anything Amateur Nation doesn't agree with, like, or even like to hear. Anything disagreeable to their ears. Safe or safe space. Translation, I'm a pussy. Take my wallet. Celebrate. Translation. I want somebody to pay a little attention to me. Toxic masculinity. Translation. Masculinity. Privilege. Anything and everything you have had, will get, or have is because of however you are. Note, this only applies to crackers, honkies, and whitey. And phobics, ists, and isms, as in transphobic, misogynists, and racism. You literally could put virtually any noun before those suffixes and you'd have an instant cause to rally behind. Don't like doors? Don't be a dorist. You're doorphobic and practice dorism. Notice how pronation doesn't rely on buzzwords and jargon. Just facts, logic, and common sense. There's nothing to memorize because their philosophies don't require any memorization. Just critical thinking, usually in the form of common sense. Let's have a shared plate, a sample platter, if you will. It's time for a la carte. Regarding Woody Harrelson's truth bomb on SNL. All right, so which is it, Amateur Nation? You don't believe Big Pharma orchestrated the pandemic? You don't want to believe, or you refuse to believe the truth? Better get on board with Pro Nation if you want to live. I missed the show Moonlighting. 
TV doesn't take risks like that anymore, and it made Bruce Willis a star. Attention networks, you could do the fun thing and just give us good TV like that. All this diversity quota crap appealing to everyone in one show, at least trying to. And with all these advances in technology, there's no advances in story or art. Try it. America might surprise you, networks, and come back. Funny how politicians are going after Fox's Tucker Carlson for airing the January 6th videos, but don't have anything to say about the content proving their lies itself. Genocidal megalomaniacal tyrant Bill Gates bought a $902 million stake in Heineken beer. You'd think he'd have bought shares of Corona. He said, I'm not much of a beer drinker. Or maybe he's just a big homo. Could be. Oh, hey, has anyone said this yet? Fuck Ukraine. I don't mean I don't care about people in other countries and the poor people who are the victims in Ukraine, but I do care about America first, American lives and American safety and prosperity first. What, we don't have problems here? Infrastructure issues? Bad roads, bridges, train rails, crime, a border crisis? Veterans who need and deserve help? When was the last time we got aid from anyone? Ukraine has nothing we want or need, nor do we owe them jack shit. This is money laundering, war profiteering, and another hoax, plain and simple. This is the longest two weeks of curve flattening ever. In crazy Chelsea Handler news, she's been on the diabetic prescription drug Ozempic, despite not being diabetic. Yes. I think you're stupid. Apparently, it's the drug of choice in Hollywood because you lose a little bit of weight. Now, here's the best part. The woman who didn't know the moon and sun were different things until she was 40 said that she didn't even know she was on Ozempic. Watch for Chelsea Handler to go Kathy Griffin crazy. I was listening to the radio. Remember the radio? And I heard a minister say, are you a friend of God? Now, a normal person might have heard that as thought-provoking and a chance to be introspective. But of course, my immature comedy brain went to, you a friend of God? Friend? Hell, I grew up with him. Nice guy. Gets a little pissy if you don't do what he says. Lost his son at a young age. Yeah, that was tragic. Yeah, I know, I heard about that. But still, a good guy. I should really reach out. It's been too long. All right, so you might think that was blasphemous or sacrilegious, but then I thought, you know, if anyone would have a great sense of humor and would be cool with being roasted, so to speak, it would be God. Like God's going, all right, that's pretty good. That was good. You got me. That was funny. <laughs> Smite him. As always, despite the three topics in Amateur Nation, I always find three pro things, things that are done right. Here they are. Number one. This spot-on post by Joe Solstice posted on the Conservative Values group page on Facebook. Here it is. He says, The left doesn't just tut-tut about hate crimes and hate speech. They lionize victims of hate crimes and use every instance of insults or crimes as proof that our society is fundamentally flawed. They need hate crimes to justify their critique of American society and their efforts to remake it. So the manufacture of hate incidents isn't actually isolated at all, but rather part of a political strategy and even a tool for social advancement for the fake victims. Jussie Smollett, anyone? Or the Lincoln Project's attack on Glenn Youngkin, where they tried to tie him to white supremacists with a hoax? That stunt was literally bought and paid for by the left. You can't call that an isolated incident. 
It was literally part of an electoral strategy. By now, it is obvious that almost every hate crime you read about is a fraud, which brings me to yet another example that encapsulates the movement to demonize free speech. You may have read about how some professors at MIT have actually decided to take a stand for free speech. In the wake of their defense of the obvious, hate messages directed at LGBT students started popping up on campus. Normally, this would make one wonder about the obvious. Why would people inclined to anonymously threaten LGBT students wait to do so until some professors decided to defend freedom? Were they anonymous haters with a penchant for using chalk and posting flyers held back by a desire not to offend professors? Seems odd. And it was. It was, as you can guess, all a hoax. A hoax that the students involved used to make a political point. The political point itself is absurd since the only hate incidents they were protesting by their actions were committed by themselves. They were the enemy they were demonizing. Man, that's a power-packed post. Good job. Number two. Back-to-back comedians on Three Pro Things with this absolutely intuitive and astute observation about social media, in particular, the social media platform Snapchat by comedian Bo Burnham. Why do you think Snapchat exists? Why do you think they would make a company for 13-year-olds where uh, a photo disappears after 24 hours? Why do you think kids would want to use that? You know, I've been to Silicon Valley. I've met these places. They're they're buildings full of 300 people who are all employed to give children what they want, not what they need. The the base, base interests of children's wants before you wanted to get to a kid you had to appeal to their parents because their parents would turn the television off so if you wanted to make a program for a kid it had to appeal to their parents because their parents were in control of the media they consumed the kids have direct access to it now so it doesn't matter and there's an entire dialogue happening between these tech companies and kids that parents are completely unaware of he ain't wrong number three this brilliant snark fest by comedian jeffrey asmus with material against liberals while performing in New York. He deserves the 145,000 follows he has gotten. Take it away, Jeffrey. Oh, we love mocking middle America, don't we, New York? No way. They're so f***ing stupid, aren't they? They also grow your food, don't they, you little f***ers, don't they? You little soft-handed liberal scum. You'd bleed if you looked at a shovel, you little cunts, wouldn't you? You don't do a single useful thing for the planet, you little isn't that true? You'd die in a day without Republicans, wouldn't you? Yeah. You can't eat a podcast, can you? Yeah. No protein in slam poetry, is there? Yeah. That's what I hate about New York. They think people think they're so tough here. It's so annoying. They're like, you can make it in New York. You can make it anywhere. Nah, you'd die in a day on my uncle's farm, man. <laughs> He doesn't have clean drinking water, sriracha, or feminism, right? Well, he has sriracha. He calls it Chinaman ketchup. uh... Great show. Join me next week. We'll be talking about Chris Rock's Netflix special. Subscribe to at Lou Santini on YouTube or Lou Santini Entertainment on Facebook. Free. No amateurs t-shirt if you contribute to the show. We gave out two just today. My email is lou at lucantini.com. Don't forget to catch my Dry Bar Comedy Special, also called Amateur Nation. Because Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it is a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini.
And this has been a big major production. I used to have a penis.